A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Namaste. I'm afraid before we start, I'm going to have to uh, begin with another apology, this time to Mr. David Bennett, one of my former neighbours and husband to Shirley Bennett, for a comment I made last week on this podcast regarding Mr. Bennett's marital history. I did not intend to suggest that Mr. Bennett was, and I quote, a total lunatic and nor imply that he left his spouse, Shirley, for, quote, a much younger Dolly Bird. After a phone call from Mr Bennett's solicitor, I'm happy to state here and now that Mr and Mrs Bennett's marital status is none of my business, and any inference that he had left Mrs Bennett for a dancer who was, quote, much younger, whom I was given to understand he met while stage managing comedian Brian Connolly's recent UK tour was unfortunate. I would like to state now that said dancer, apparently a Miss Hayley Granger, is a professional performer and choreographer and not someone who I implied was likely to move in with a man of his age or at the very least, quote, nosh him off in the back of his Kia, unquote, as apparently I had told a neighbour in or around mid-March 2022. The implication that Miss Granger may have had sexual intercourse with Mr Bennett on Brian Connolly's tour is at best tittle-tattle and entirely erroneous on my part, and I'm happy to set the record straight. Hopefully their characters have not been stained by my scurrilous and frankly libelous comments both on this podcast and told to acquaintances who I met in the streets of Bolton in recent weeks. Thank you. Namaste. 
Namaste, friends. Namaste. Welcome to episode 12 of the all-new Clinton Baptist Paranormal Podcast. Goodness me. With me, as ever, my trusted friend, Linda. Linda Pollock. How are you doing, Linda? I'm all right, thank you. Hey, episode 12. Oh, God, we've been going. Are you enjoying it, everyone? Don't need to be like that. Listen, Linda, what you been up to, my love? Oh, that flipping movie night we had shut me right up. Oh my God, what was? Tell us about that. It was then. What called happened? Host. It's on Amazon Prime. Right. Basically, do you remember during lockdown, uh, a lot of us got sucked into uh, silly Zoom events, right? Because silly Zoom we events. We had now else to do. Oh, family quizzes. The first quiz was ball. fun. The fiftieth quiz, oh. a little bit dull. Yeah, God, right. wasn't it? So this film is about a group of friends who decide to get a medium in and do an online seance in a Zoom call. Very much my type of thing. If anyone wants me to do that, I'd happily do it. Well, I don't know. Don't watch that film if you're going to get Clinton in because it all... Let's just say it starts out jolly, it ends up... It... 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 it, Just don't. Why? Because it's so terrifying. Yeah, it scared the absolute insides out. Now, I remember this because he did a trick, didn't he, on his friends, first of all. That's that's what prompted the idea for the film. Absolutely. It's all... When it was over, there was like an outtake where they showed like another Zoom call, and I thought, oh, I can't do another one. So Mm. I I shut it off. So I I missed the whole point of the. Goodness me. Well, if this is the sort of podcast you like, someone coming on and talking about a film they might have seen that you've never heard of, that you shouldn't watch, that you shouldn't watch anyway, this is for you. Plenty more excitement coming up. Try and raise it a bit, Linda. Anyway, today's show, we have an exclusive interview with TV's Ian Lee, host of a million radio phone ins, 11 o'clock show. Uh, that was back in the well, it was in the late nineties, early two thousand. And this fellow was—you'll remember him—robbed of the top spot on *I'm a Celebrity* when he ate a kangaroo's vag, and yet people seem to be more upset when he ate the bleeding strawberries. Remember, with that thick boxer. We also have a genuine visit to a haunted vicarage. You're going to love that one. Plus your phone calls and um, well, lots of. You know, things, just things, things, internet things that you've sent me. You're going to love it. First of all, I'm going to deal with this. It's Ruth. Oh. Hello there, line two. Clinton Baptiste here. What can I do for you? Hello, Clinton. It's Ruth. Hello. No one is available to take your... Hold on, Ruth. Listen, I, th- I thought we had an arrangement you weren't going to ring anymore. I heard what you said about me in the shower. What do you mean? When? You saw me in the shower. Oh, God. I, look, I, oh, I knew that was a mistake. I shouldn't have met it, it, it last week in the podcast, was it? I liked it. I liked that you saw me in the shower and you well, said I didn't, to if all you the listen, people... If you'd listened to the podcast, I didn't actually see you because at that moment when I came in to what is my bathroom, actually, I, I was blinded by by a spirit. So I didn't see anything, actually, Ruth. So You can see through the spirit. It's no, easy. not on that I'm occasion. Rubbing, rubbing my, cleaning myself. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm cleaning. I clean very thoroughly. Right, OK. Well, what do you want, Ruth, please? Come on, I'm very busy. I want you to know that I saw you too. In the bathroom? Yeah. Well, (laughs) how? What do you mean? I saw you through the keyhole. Well, that's clearly not true, is it? Because you can't see the bath from the keyhole. Ruth, don't make things up, please. You go quite a lot, don't you, Clinton, to the toilet? What? 
I go normal. T- what do you mean you saw me? What What are you talking about? Through the keyhole? Every time through the Jesus keyhole. Jesus Christ, Ruth, what's the matter with you? Why do you sit down to wee, Linton? That's my bloody business why I sit down to wee, and I don't, sometimes I don't. Oh, I'm explaining to you. It was nice. No, it's not nice. It's a bloody invasion of my privacy. I let you stay in my house. You've been watching me on the toilet. You didn't know, though, did you? No, come on, that's enough. Don't contact me again, thank you. There's certain things you know too much, and certain things that I'm doing my ablutions. I liked it. No, you didn't. Disgusting. Dirty, Ruth, dirty. I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. Right, thank you. Do Please don't contact me again. Sometimes you wear a thong, don't you, Clinton? Oh, mind your own bloody business! <laughs> That lady, my problem is she's seen, she knows too much. I'm going to have to get a hit to put out on her. She's seen too much, she knows too much, she's seen sacred things. You know, there are certain private moments you don't want. It sounds like she wants to see him again. No! She won't be seeing those again. Can you go stop my family? She can see that, but she can't see anything else. Listen, this is from the Guardian newspaper. What a headline. If, you, if you'd be so kind, Linda. Man fined for pretending to be ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. I mean, that tells you all Good you need God. to know, really. Go on. It? Police spokesman say Anthony Stallard was throwing his arms in the air and saying, woo. Now, this is... <laughs> can I just say, this is the sort of thing that gives my profession a bad name, isn't it? Do ghosts it? say woo in your experience? No, they do not say woo. I've met some who say woo. You know, when they go and see Ramon, they say hoo because they don't know sort of joke. <laughs> Kingston Cemetery in Portsmouth, Anthony Stallard made his ghostly noises. Do you read it out of the article. Okay. <clears throat> a man has been fined for pretending to be a ghost and other rowdy behaviour yeah, in the cemetery. Yeah, he was doing rowdy behaviour as well. Okay. Anthony Stallard pleaded guilty at Portsmouth Magistrates Court to using threatening or abusive words or behaviour likely to cause distress. Right. The court heard the 24-year-old had been out drinking with friends Always and the all way. these stories yes, began that's right. when they went to Kingston Cemetery in Portsmouth and started to play football, as you do, as you do respectfully. Right. A Hampshire police spokesman said the witnesses complained to police about Stallard's rowdy behaviour and his pretending to be a ghost. The witnesses reported a man throwing his arms in the air and saying, ooh, he said. Stallard of South Sea, Hampshire, was fined £35. Right. That's quite cheap for a woo, isn't it? Isn't it? And ordered to pay a £20 victim surcharge. Victim surcharge? What, what happened? Someone was freaked out by him going by woo. woo. And £20 in costs. That's a cheap lawyer. Yeah. He also had an extra three months added to a conditional charge for previous harassment. What, previous harassment? What? Presumably where he stuck a sheet on his head somewhere and did a spooky laugh. <laughs> oh, hold on, I've got one of them. It doesn't quite work. That's lots of people doing a laugh. Shut up! And it goes on too long, that one, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Anyway, go on. So he, he, he been in tr- basically, he's, he shit someone up and they've, they've, they've fined him. Seems yeah, a bit but written, it? it sounds like he's been up to no good before, though, doesn't it? Well, can I just say this? As the Pope once said, do not dick around with the supernatural, please. Thank you, my child. Enough said. I would also like to draw your attention to this little beauty. I love this report. Widely reported in the tabloids under the heading... Put the spooky echo oh, on. here we go. Things that go bonk in the night. 
Read that out, Linda. Woman who claims she had sex with a ghost says it was the best she ever had. <laughs> She's a bit of a diss to mankind, isn't it, really? Sean Jameson, 26, from Shropshire, told how she recognised Robert, who lived over 100 years ago, from a painting in the house she was staying in when he appeared next to her in bed. And she sobbed when he left as she'd fallen in love. Sean, a writer from Shropshire, told how she recognised Robert when he floated into her bed at the house she was staying in. Good God. Sean claims she had sex with this bloke who lived over a hundred years ago. She just moved into the rented property in Aberystwyth, Wales, from North London and had noticed his handsome portrait dated 1820. That's 200 years ago. Bloody tabloids are so thick. 100 years, 200 years ago, hanging... Sim- simple maths, kids. Simple maths, come on. Hanging above the mantelpiece. She explained how she'd moved into the area after... Sp- oh, here we go. Right. Splitting up from a long-term boyfriend. Everywhere I went reminded me of me ex, It can happen. Sean had moved away from a home in North London to start afresh, saying, I need a fresh start. OK, this is written by a bloody ten-year-old. <laughs> the remote cottage was built in the 16th century and was let fully furnished, complete with books and paintings. Needless detail, but go on. She recalled it was great. No distractions, just me, the trees, trees. and the sky. I enjoyed the peace. After a long relationship, being on my own was quite exhilarating. I started to wonder whether I'd ever want a man in my life again. Sean told how she was shocked when she started having sexy dreams, but put it down to a libido expressing itself while she was sleeping. I'd wake up thinking I was still in a relationship and quite relieved to find myself alone, she said. One night... Sean experienced something quite different. A few months after I'd moved in, I woke early one morning to find a dark-haired, <gasps> very good-looking man lying next to me, she recalled. He was fully clothed in a loose white shirt, Ooh, a neck scarf and old-fashioned breeches. Mr Darcy, basically. Yes. He had a kind of shimmer to him, as if he was kind of fluttering. Oh, I've never heard it called that before. Go on. I told myself I was dreaming and I rolled away from him. Mm. As a face that face in the wall, I slowly mm. realised I wasn't asleep and suddenly I was frozen with fear. I felt a hand on my waist, but the touch was strange. Light and cool. I suspect it was cool. Someone's been dead for 200 years. In a ghost, Sean said she knew instinctively that he was a ghost and recognised him instantly as the man from the painting. Within seconds, she told how they began having sex. The writer recognised a ghostly figure who got into bed beside her from a... Oh, I fucking said that. He was very gentle and stroked my body tenderly, she explained. During the lovemaking, I sensed all kinds of things about him. Oh, yeah, well, his cock had disintegrated for a kick-off after 200 years. Go on. We didn't speak. It was as if he was communicating me telepathically. Well, that's what happens with the best kind of lovemaking. His body was soft and light. Even when he moved on top of me, pressing down, he felt almost weightless. I'm a bit like that, amazing sex, but my body's very heavy when I'm on top of someone. Also, it is if I've been dead for 200 years away, I make love. Their encounter lasted for around an hour. Around an hour? Jesus Christ, the dirty devil. What do you do for the remaining 58 minutes? Have a fact, stick on five live. An hour? Jesus. When Sean woke up, having fallen asleep in his ghostly arms, the lover had vanished. Sean told how her supernatural lover was very gentle and stroked her body tenderly. I know we've heard that bit. Yeah, They're obsessed, okay. aren't they? Aren't they? I think it's just it's an excuse to have lots of sort of naughty, sexy stuff. Oh, sorry, wrong one. About your 
I was totally perplexed about what had happened. In fact, I started to wonder whether it had happened at all. In the end, I told myself it was just a very vivid dream and put it to the back of my mind. A few days later, she said, her paranormal lover returned. Again, he appeared in the morning and we made love again, but this time afterwards, I watched him get up, get dressed and leave the room. That sounds very human. Yeah, I don't like it when women watch me do that. I was expecting to... I'm just like... Keep your eyes shut! I'm I'm getting up now! Keep your eyes shut! I was expecting to hear his footsteps on the wooden stairs, but there was no sound. I watched him through the open bedroom door and saw him kind of fade as he approached the top of the stairs. Typical fella. Just add it off and then disappear into thin air. Early meeting, that's the usual one, isn't it? Early meeting. I've got an early meeting, I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to go. He appeared one more time. He phoned a ghostly Uber, which floated outside. He appeared one more time after that, Shan said. It was night time and I was just drifting off to sleep. All of a sudden, the duvet, ooh, the duvet slid off me. I could feel a cool hand running up my thigh under my nightshirt. I sobbed after he left that night. I guess I had fallen in love. Flipping heck. Now, you say flipping heck, but pa- turn the echo off. The parapsychologists do believe that some ghosts, and I do believe this, Linda, you little faith, do have the power to get quite physical. Do they have the power to buy you a drink first? Because it seems very forward, doesn't it? Presumption. You're in bed asleep. Yeah. Sometimes you're not in the mood. Yeah. Why didn't he offer, like, maybe a ghostly um, Deliveroo or something? Some... Or just take her out for a ruby or something? Can effort. Don't just rock up and think you're going to be able to, you know... Well, this is the thing. For, for a very considerate lover for someone who lived in 1820, I thought it was all, you know, a little bit more sort of wenches and sort of brace yourself, love, sort of thing. You could look at it that way. You could also look at it like this. He's 200 and what? 225? Yeah. She's 20 what? Oh, dirty. Dirty get. Dirty bloody git. Ghost hunter G.L. Davis, who wrote the book <laughs> Ghost Sex, The Violation. There we go. Said, no one knows what motivates ghosts to have sex with the living. I've seen pictures of her. I can tell you why. Are we like lab rats to them? Is there some kind of battle for our souls? Our souls, sorry. Battle for our souls. Are these ghost demons trying to break us? Well, she said he was very tender. Yeah, he wasn't trying to break her at all. Who knows? One thing's for sure, though. The people experiencing it are certainly not dreaming. That's that sorted. Right. Shan told a couple of close friends about what she experienced, but admitted there was a mistake. Hey? They looked at me as if I was mad. That was a mistake. Sorry. She shouldn't have told him. She shouldn't have told him. They looked at me as if I was mad. So I just laughed it off and said something about eating too much cheese before bed. Horrible image. Then kept quiet after that. Shan is now in a relationship with a proper, living, breathing, human, corporeal man. Robert, the ghost, said he'd stay with her, but she saw straight through him. Literally, as it goes. Lovely story. In that well, well, look, ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever had a sexual encounter, sexual intercourse with a ghost, or maybe just noshed one off, do let us know. If there are any Randy ghosts listening, please, yeah. please ask first. Consent is a new thing to you, but it's not to us. Absolutely right. Keep your ghostly bloody hands to yourself. Unless invited. Now, this... Can I... I'm, I'm just going to tell you this. Now, this is a true story 
and it's actually for once, and I know I've been very, very flippant with all sorts of, you know, little silly sound bites and dismissing people, but it is a paranormal podcast, and I received this email this week. This is properly scary. Right. Can you please put the spooky music on? Yes, Linda? Clinton. Here it comes. It says, all of this is true. Please change the name and the places. Around 1980, my sister was living in Salford with a fella, a bloke named Dave. I've changed the names and even the location. They decided to move to a place in the Cheshire countryside, to an old farmhouse up a steep, cobbled, rough path on the moor. This place must have been built in the 1700s. Thick walls, small windows, wide, low doors, dark, cold stone. Dave was a fence builder and always looking for some extra help. So I said I'd work with him one weekend. He picked me up Saturday morning from Altrincham, probably not Altrincham, and we worked all day and we headed back to the farmhouse. Just the thought of the place now makes me feel uneasy. And this was over 30 years ago. We all went out for dinner and when we got back, my sister made a bed for me on the sofa downstairs and she and Dave went off to bed. Almost immediately I felt as though someone was watching me. I opened my eyes in the dim light, but there was nothing. But then when I closed them again, I had the feeling that there was someone close, studying me. I felt that there was movement in the room, someone moving around between the furniture. She had no pets, Sue. I was terrified, too scared to move. I didn't see anything, nothing touched me. But there was an overwhelming sense of being watched. A bit like me in the toilet with flipping Ruth watching me on the bog and sorry about that didn't mean to dismiss that I was trying to be sensitive about it let's get back to it not in a benevolent way it makes me feel ill now just thinking about it yes it certainly does can you keep away from the keyhole please Ruth next time they won't be next time at some point I must have slept but in the morning I was really unsettled yeah. Sue asked if I was okay but I was too embarrassed to say anything she loved her new house and I'd have sounded like an idiot They asked what I wanted to do that evening, but I said I'd rather go home. They were surprised and disappointed. Are you okay? Are you homesick? A few years later, I went off to uni, and Sue and I caught up one holiday. We went out to dinner. She split up with Dave and had sold the house. Oh, that's a shame. I lied. I never felt at home there, she said. It was haunted, you know. Really? I asked. I hadn't said anything to her or anyone about what had happened to me. Sue then told me what had happened to her. The place was empty when they moved in and the previous occupant had passed away and she was there for a few days cleaning up and getting ready to move in. She was in one bedroom wiping down some woodwork when a little girl appeared at the bedroom door. Six or seven years old, long brown hair, Victorian in appearance. And just to be clear, no one else lived near them. The little girl spoke to her. This is my house, she said. I live here now, Sue replied. It's my house now. This is my house, said the little girl. Then she turned away from the door and literally disappeared. When Sue told me this, I was speechless. I'm a scientist, an atheist. I don't believe in any of this shit. But I know how I felt that night. And I do believe my sister, even though I know it could have been a hallucination or drugs or a false memory. Now you tell us. Nowadays, I'd love to see a ghost or visit a haunted house. I'd even go back to that house on the hill. It's still there. I wonder if it's still the little girls. Should be a apostrophe yes at the end, but don't matter. Love your work, Gavin. And this week, a lady got in touch with me, so I went to exercise 
her haunted vicarage. Have a listen to this. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. One new message. Hello, it's Ann Winwright here. Um, I just wanted to contact you, Clinton, regarding an exorcism. I've I've heard you do that kind of thing, and I'm sure there's a presence in the old vicarage I've just bought down in Sussex. So I'd love your help Um, if you could call me back on seven three four six one. Thank you so much. Uh, Clinton. Uh, oh. well, it's not a bad place. Uh, uh, goodness me, I just drove down. 
came down from, I've come all the way from Lancashire, actually. I've stopped off oh, the little, little B&B I've just uh, booked. But it's quite nice down there, isn't it? Oh, thank you. Yeah. It is an amazing space. It's just just got some darkness to it. If you... Some darkness just... to it, yeah. I can almost feel that at the moment. Just tell yeah. me briefly what happened. You've, you've bought the place, have you? Yes, yeah, so um, I bought the place. It was going to be turned into flats, and right. I, couldn't ha- I couldn't have that. It's no, obviously no, that just terrible, it? a beautiful <laughs> place of... Sacrilege. Yeah, yeah awful. So um, I put my pennies together and um, got this... Um, Lovely old vicarage, um, but as I've been coming here and visiting, you know, working out what I'm going to do with the place um, and add, add my own style to it, yeah. I, well, it first started where um, I came in, it must have been about 9pm, so mm. quite late, um, and um, I suddenly heard a, a, a laughter, a cackling. Whereabouts in this room? If you just Just go, come around, just show me around here somewhere, is yeah. it? Just come on, excuse me. Let's move that stuff out of the way. A few bits and pieces up. Around here, yeah. Yeah, so I heard a cackling, a cackling, and a really nice... You know, and it was really... And I know I was the only person here, but, Mm. you know, I thought maybe my mind was playing tricks on me. It's been a long day, and... and One second. Oh, God. It's like scratching. Yes, Sorry, I know. Oh, right. Don't worry, don't worry. Try not to worry too much. Spirit, be kind! Spirit, be kind! I've got... Who? Just, I'm just doing Sorry. it. Sorry. Sorry, I'm just Sorry. doing it now. What is it which thou wouldst speaketh on to us this evening? Spirit? Just feel it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Spirit, what is it which thou wouldest wanteth of Sally Ann? Sally Ann. Sally Ann. I'm feeling a prickly prickly heat. Do you feel? Yes, yes. What wouldst thou do with us, Spirit? Yes, yes. Something's fl- Sally's pointed this out. There's something flickering right where we are now. Give a bang. No, it's still flickering. Uh, I'm here to tell you, Sally Ann, you do have a spirit here. Yeah. I don't want you to worry about that. I come equipped with my spirit guide, Tarawak. I'm going to do my very best to rid this property of spirit. Thank you, thank you. Let's come out of this hidey hole. Just go back into the main area. But I think you did hear that scratching, didn't yes. you? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you stand back? I've brought some, as you can see, a bag here. Just in the bag. Very alarming. Can be very alarming. Here we are. I've brought some holy water. Spirit be gone! Let me... Sprinkling it to here. Sprinkling it just inside. I've, I've tried to sage the place and everything, but um, sage it hasn't it? seemed. Yeah. Oh, you know? Amateur. Oh, um, really? No, sorry. You do get people. I know, that's why I needed really your do. help. All right, keep, keep your voice down now while I do this. Spirit, I throw water on the space. Holy water for to, um, to be to get rid of thee. Found spirit, be gone. 
Vowed spirit be gone. I'm getting a man. I'm getting a man. Does that mean anything? I, yeah, well, I was I'm concerned s- about that, actually. Go um, on. Well, since I've found out about um, right. this place having a slight um, yes. presence to it, right. I, I asked around and I asked the local vicar at our church, Good actually. Job. Go and, on. Yeah. Um, apparently, in the 1800s, there was um, a villager called Peter. 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 Yeah. Peter. Um, Sayers. Sa- sign. Sign or something. Peter Sign. Peter Sign. Peter Sign. Peter Sign, yeah. And, um, Peter Sign, yeah, I'm getting the Peter Sign. And apparently he committed adultery, actually, with um, right, okay. the vicar's daughter. He's laughing, um, I feel him laughing. Peter Sign! Can you give us a sign, Peter Pete Sign? Forget the sign. Can you give us a sign, Peter? Sign. Did you hear that? Oh, what was that? False spirit, be gone! Be gone, spirit! Be gone, Peter Sign! Just gonna get a go. I've got some herbs here. Alright, don't worry, my love, don't worry. I've got some herbs. I wave the herb, Peter Sign! Be gone! Oh, oh that's Be gone! Just, just, just do it now. Just do it now. Be gone, Peter! And the room is cleansed. The room is clean, Sally Ann, all right? Oh, thank you, yeah, thank okay, you. don't worry. Thank you so much, I don't Clinton. think this guy's going to give you any more trouble. He's gone, look, almost, look. If you, if you quickly just pop round here again. Look. Well, that light's still flickering, as you say, but that could just be an electrical thing in an old Sorry, building light. Spirit is gone. No, I, I feel I feel that the uh, energy is different, definitely. Yeah. Sally Ann, thank you so oh, much. Thank you, and thank you. <laughs> it is, can be frank, don't worry. She's yeah. a little bit shaken up. She's a little bit, don't worry, <laughs> my love. Oh, I'm just so pleased that I called you. Well, I am very grateful to you and thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for. Honestly, do you want, do you want a tea or a biscuit or anything? No, I'll go the other way. I'll just, just sort of settle, settle up and then. Settle? And then, well, I, I, yeah, I just. Well, I didn't really discuss money, but I did. I mean, I've I've come down. Petrol money is quite considerable from oh. Lancashire. Staying in a bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I have spent some money. Oh all the way down. dear, I'm so I'm so so sorry Petrol, about this. We say three B I had no idea. Bed I, and breakfast. I've sort of paid for. I just. I don't. I, I don't know what I can offer you. I. Well, if we said, I mean, no, I was kind of thinking around about. The, Say so 450 because the, the B&B has cost me £120. I'll say 400 because I know you're trying to do the place up. I know money's probably tight at the moment. Oh, Clinton, so, I, I can only offer, um, you know, kindness and prayers this evening. Yeah, I can't, wonderful. I can't and, offer and, 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 any financial... I'm so, so sorry. If I'd have known, I would never right, okay. have asked you down here. Well, that's rather... <laughs> Put me in but a thank private... you so much. Yes, for... I'm, I'm sure I'm sure God will repay you yes, for your kind actions. I, I just can't pay you, you know, in right, okay. in cash form. But... I, I... <laughs> if I put me in quite a, a difficult position, because this is actually what I do. I mean, I've re... look, you you felt yourself. You feel lighter. Yes, I've actually. Rid no, the no, place I'm not. Of, I'm not uh, doubting. Still, still speaking, Sorry. I still actually have rid the place of a a spirit, Peter, whatever his name was, Peter Sign, and. He's gone, and just a little bit of some financial pecuniary 
No. Okay. I'm Don't worry. So, Not to worry. So sorry. No. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to really grab my bag. Now I'll just take my bag there. I'll, I'll have me. I, I know God will repay well. you for this. <laughs> I, I just wish I could give you something. Can God repay the bed and breakfast? That's the good. No, I'm oh, kidding. I no, it's all right. Thank you. All right. Not to worry. Thank you so much. Thank anyway. you. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Good luck thank on you. your way home. Yes. Thank you. I mean, I travelled all the way down here. There's no money. There's no fee. Didn't even think to give me any money. Bloody cheek. What am I going to do? I've exercised the whole flipping place. Do you know what? I'm going to sneak back in. I'm sneak back in. Spirit? Peter Sign? Can you come back, Peter? Can you come back? Come, come back. I know what I said earlier. Forget, forget all what I said earlier about out foul spirit and that. Come back in, foul spirit, please. Foul spirit? Can you come, come back in and do a bit of haunting? It's fine. Forget what I said. Forget. Come back. Tarawak, can you get him to come back? Peter, come back in. Do a bit of hot. Open a few drawers or something. Can you get that light to play? Do the, do the scratch? Come back in, Peter. Forget what I said. Forget the holy water. Forget all that. Come back in. Yeah? Do some scratch. Do some of that scary scratching. Can you do that? Can you oh, sorry. Yeah. I... Oh, sorry, I forgot my keys. What, no, what I, are you doing I, here? I, I came back. I wasn't in, entirely convinced he'd gone. But he, I'm sorry, he's back now. Pete, Peter Sine, he's back. And he's brought a mate with him, so... Oh, God. Yeah, oh. Fucking haunted now. Goodness. I just saw a light yes, flickering. Yes, it, so... it was my phone. I just... I, just, I came back in because I wasn't entirely convinced that he'd gone. So... Right. Oh, but know, the energy, yeah, the he's energy. back. Yeah, he's, he's back. Sorry. <gasps> yeah, if you want me to get rid of them, I can do that for the four hundred quid. And, you know, maybe. And look, he's he's back. He's moving things and everything. There. Oh, was, didn't you just kick that? No, no, that's just moving. I was trying to stop it moving. Oh, yeah, he's back. Right. So should we just say four hundred? I could probably. Don't, oh, if you haven't I mean... got the money now, I can send you my details. My backs. Yeah, he, he's causing trouble and it's quite, he might bring more. So oh. I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, he is back now and if he could just... Yeah, don't worry. Just, just, I'll tell you what, I'll get rid of him now. You can send me a little bit of money later. I'll see what I can do, yeah, yes. Okay, thank that you. That be best. Right, let's go back in here and see if we can find him. Peter? Yes, that was... Bit of a disappointment, you know, whilst I do do this as a vocation in life, I've got to live! I've got to live. Time now to hear, well, what an exclusive interview. Honoured, honoured to speak to TV and radios, Mr Ian Lee. He's here, he's pulled over onto what looks like a garage behind you. Is that where you live in? Not in the garage, obviously. 
I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I don't really want to give away where I am for, for personal reasons. Oh, okay, right, <laughs> okay, jolly good. Well, let's get on. Say, you say that, but you say it like I've done no, something wrong. No, that's... I don't want you. I don't want to give away where I am. Yeah, okay. Well, well let's. Start. I feel we've got a, quite a, a, a poor start. But what I would like to do is just get straight to the meat of the thing, if you like. And um, yeah, okay, yeah, right, okay. And just tell us. So yeah. I'm getting to it now. If you give us a chance, I can actually get on with it. I've said, I have said nothing. Yeah, I know you're waving. For anyone at home who can only hear this, he's waving his arms like time is money sort of thing. Could you please tell me what you what, what you know about the paranormal world, about a world beyond our world? What, what, what did you have for a scene? I, well, I, I was a believer when I was younger. I went on, when I was 17... I went on a crystal healing course. That's what you Spooky music, please, Linda. Let's go. Uh, uh, what was it? A crystal healing course. A crystal healing course at yeah. a witch's house. At a witch's house? Yeah, she was, a, yeah, the, the house of a witch. Okay, it was like a Wiccan, a Wiccan, yeah. Well, it was a terrorist. <laughs> okay. Not in High Wickham. What I meant was uh, Wiccan is a word for a, a white witch. You're not to know that. It's a technical okay. thing. Okay. Thank you. Please continue. Yeah. So I went to this crystal healing course. It was in a witch's house. It was six sessions. It, I was the only man. I was 17, surrounded mm-hmm. by, uh, there were five or six, you know, sort of mums in their late 40s, early 50s. Right. Okay. Right, I know what the term is. I'm not going to use it, right? What is what, the term? Well, I was going to say MILFs, but I don't know whether young people use that term anymore. But um, what was it? Was it was a sort of a coven, a sort of MILF, a Milford Haven, was it almost? What I call a Milford Haven. I've just made it up. Yeah, sorry, time is money. It was, it was great. It was six weeks. We learned how to use crystals. We learned how to read chakras. Yeah, we did a great exercise where we'd have our eyes closed and someone would walk towards us and we'd send out a message which was either come closer or stop. And it worked. You could feel, you could really, you could, this isn't even a wind-up. You could feel the energy. How did, I mean, I know about this sort of stuff. I'm just for the people at home. I know about energy. I feel energy all the time. And slightly negative energy from you when we started. But what, how does it manifest itself that that sense of, of well, did you feel it in your bones, in your head, in your heart? What? How? I, I felt it in my essence. You know the ess the essence I'm, of Ian Lee. I'm not finished. The oh, essence okay. of Ian Lee. Me. What okay. made me? My humanity. This humanity. My I'm still talking. Still talking. Yeah. I'm going. This. It was. I felt it in my Shut spirit. Up. Yeah. Okay. You finished. There's like beef between us. No, there's no and beef. I just, I, no, I, I'm sorry. It's just a you point at your watch, like time is money sort of thing. I, all, all I can put it down to is once when you gave me, uh, you gave me a reading and right. you spoke to my dead nan. Well, and yes. It was at the time when my nans were still alive. Well, so, did they I, die eventually or? They did. They are dead now. Yes. Who's the, who's the, who's the who's the mug? You know, I did suggest that they would die at some point. Did I? Did I not? Okay. Okay. No, I, I take your point on board. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ian, 
for people at home who are poo-pooers, what would you say about that essence? What did you get out of that experience? Well, this was when I was 17. I'm 48 now, and I look back on it, and I do think, what a load of old bollocks. Okay. But you, I thought you were going to be espousing the, the, the crystal. Well, it, was, it was bollocks. You know, I think I was duped by a witch. You know, it's just I paid £50. Pounds. I think it was all bollocks. The crystals, the chakras, the energy, all of that. I just think it, I think I was dumb and naive, and that all of that is, is nonsense. All of it's nonsense. Yeah. Right, would you rather give me the impression you're going to come on and we did? I have seen. I have seen a ghost. Right, okay. Go, okay. Go, give me spooky music on again, Linda. It's ghost. Go. Go. This is it. Okay. Now go on. Where well, the ghost? What did you see? I was in like I, I was in Egypt on holiday. Right. And I woke up, I woke up in my, my, I was in a hotel bed, I was on my own, and I woke up, and coming towards me, Yes. was this very busty, Yes. sexy, fella, young yeah. woman, very sexy, sexy, really, very sexy, busty eyes, yeah. cute body, yeah, and bust, I thought, bust, busty eyes, what, you have a, a thyroid problem or something, and, we were going to make love. I remember we were going to make love. God. She then kind of put her finger to her lips to say, shush, and then she disappeared. Now, was I asleep? Was I dreaming? No, I don't think I was. I, I don't think I was. And I did some research Good to God. find out who this mysterious woman was. Yeah. Do you know who that woman was? It wasn't, um, was it an Egyptian lady? I maybe. Well, can you narrow it down? I mean, which I mean, how do I know which women? Think of one of the holiest women in the world. Cleopatra. No, holier. Egyptian. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Except Mother Teresa when she was younger, when she was daughter Teresa. I'm not being funny, but. Is bust, referring to Mother Teresa as busty is sacrilege. Uh, Was she surrounded by a missionary of charities? I'm seeing all sorts of women. I'm getting the word nuns. Was she surrounded by nuns? By what, sorry? Nuns, nuns. Did you just want... Was it just you coming on so you could suggest that Mother Teresa had a big pair of knockers? Is that it? I get very emotional. I get very emotional when I think about this. And I've only told one other person this story. They uh, called uh, bullshit on it. And I'm I'm here thinking, oh, this is a safe space to talk about. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it is a safe space. All right, yeah. Talk about spiritual experiences. And then you come in... Um, you come in with this. Oh, I don't. Right. I don't believe you. Because oh, no. All I'm saying is, you come on to to my show, and you're yeah. all right. Okay, but yes, of course. Mother Teresa, at some time when she was known as Daughter Teresa, she yep. was a raving. Looking at his watch again. But there are certain people in our culture and the world culture that you don't want to refer to as busty. Vera Lynn, um, Irene Handel, 
uh, great, great, you know, tenants of Thora I don't want, for example, to think of Thora Hurt with a massive big pair of knockers, you know, looking sexy, trying to come on, crawling up my bed in Egypt or otherwise, going, ooh, uh, Hilda Baker, ooh, she knows, you know, look at these pair of beauty. You know what I'm saying? There are certain people you don't want to imagine. I mean, do you want to imagine, I don't know, someone nice and cosy? All right, Mary Berry. Mary Berry. Do you really want to imagine Mary Berry in the kitchen, dusting her boobs with with self-raising? No. No, you don't. And there's a reason for that, Ian, because these are holy cows. I'm not calling her a cow. She's lovely. She's a very good cook. Okay. I don't listen. All I can tell you, Clinton, is what happened. I got a stiffy for Mother Teresa. Oh, Christ! It's what happened. No, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it off there. I mean, next I saw you UFO once. Yeah, okay, that's put the spooky, spooky music on again. If this involves one of our great national treasures being banged by you, I'll be very, very cross. <laughs> if this involves, say, Anne Haddy from Neighbours being Rogered silly while you're on holiday somewhere, Egypt or otherwise, I'll be very, very cross. Which one was Anne Haddy? So. I was on a balcony once. Right. Of the flat I lived in. With, with a woman. Okay. Who I have been intimate with. Right. Um, and the sky was, was clear. And um, I said, wouldn't it be funny if we saw a UFO now? Right. Okay. Yeah. 30 seconds later, we saw a UFO flying across the sky. And I went, can you see that? Um, let me... I said, can you see that? She went, yes, I can. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because, of course, I'm a great believer in that. There are other things. Okay, there are other... They're very, it's a very mystical world. Hard to be talking about mysticism while you're munching on something you picked up at the spa garage. Some crisps and... Yeah, that's okay. It's a sandwich. I haven't, I haven't had my tea. I've pulled over. Okay. okay. Can, can I just, how did you, just for my, just for my listeners' sake, how did you know it was UFO exactly? Right. I'll tell you why, Clinton. Yeah. It was a flying object yes. that we could not identify. It was unidentified and it was a flying object. Okay. That's how we knew it was a UFO, because that's literally what it means. And it is as simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. If you've got any UFO stories that you want to, maybe slightly more, uh, you know, animated than that, slightly more happening than that, then do get in touch. Clinton at clintonbaptiste.com. Ian, I want to thank you very, very much for pulling over. I of the Queen Mum in a negligee once. Okay, I don't want to hear about the Queen Mum. That's dirty. That's just dirty. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll thank you, Ian. Keep a civil tongue in your head. We'll have no more guilt action. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Lee, he's available. What? Tell us about your show. You're doing the show? Just Google me. Google Ian Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Ian. Bit dirty, but never mind. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Clinton. Just time now for your paranormal headlines that you'll be waking up to tomorrow morning. 
It's Fate magazine have what I consider a totally inaccurate guide to crystals, which will apparently ensure you get a lover. Expert Jenny Smedley suggests quartz, sage and rose water. Bullshit! 14 karat gold in a attached house with a driveway and your own hair and your 80% there, chaps. <laughs> Take a break, fate and fortune. Have a focus on snakes and bats. Their power is deity. Their mystical symbolism, which is fair enough. But then, what they taste like if you boil them up and eat them. Very irresponsible. How do you think fucking COVID happened, you idiot? And finally, Haunted Magazine are going with mermaids. Half woman, half fish. I'd sex with a mermaid once, but now I'm completely halibut. And those are your paranormal stories tomorrow when you wake up in bed. Maybe with a ghost. Well, so much for those. I don't mean to poo-poo those magazines. I'm a believer, as you know, in the mystical. But some of that stuff is just for stupid people. Come to me if you want to know the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us again. We'll see you next week, Linda. We will, yes. All right, until until next time. Namaste. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading now.